don't capture guns. The question is really almost rhetorical. Is there really a set of ten bullets that the ten teens don't capture the gun, but rather they tax others to benefit themselves and their families? So that's the reason. But the harder question, I think, is why Jesus asked them that question. I think that's the more revealing question that we need to get into. Now remember, the question of whether or not Jesus paid the tax was from the temple tax box, not from the guys. Now what is Jesus' relation to the temple? Several times um, in his past, he has called it his father's house. Luke 2, 49, this is when Jesus was 12. He got left behind up at the Passover. Came back and found him in the temple. They were puzzled. Why did you do this for me? You can't be the son. And Jesus said to them, why are you looking for me? Did you not know that I must be in my father's house? That's the first time. The second time is in John 2. This is when he turns over tables for the first time. In the temple, he found those who were selling oxen and sheep and put them in the money changers sitting there. And making a whip of cords, he drove them all out of the temple, the sheep and oxen. And he tore out the coins of the money changers and overturned their tables. And he told those who sold the pigeons, take these things away. Do not make my father's house a house of trade. So, if Jesus is saying that the temple, the place of the worship of God, is his father's house, then should the father's son have to pay a tax for his father's house? Well, of course not, right? All these religious activities happening at this ornate temple were supposed to be to and for the almighty God of Israel, right? But what if the son of God showed up? They charge him admission? Of course they wouldn't. And that's what Jesus is pointing out here. He, being God in the flesh, the Son of God, does not have to pay to maintain the temple. It's almost laughable to us. The tithes and the taxes paid for the temple are technically money given to him. They should be paying him for the tithes and the taxes. Sort of. Of course, that wasn't what was happening. But nonetheless, Jesus isn't exempt from paying tithes or taxes to himself. Right, you keep going. You ain't got to pay their stinking taxes. And remember, he poses this question to Peter after Peter cleans the house. So, Peter, who do the kings of the earth take toll of tax from their sons or from others? Let's see if Peter gets this answer right. Let's keep going. And when he said from others, when Peter said from others, Peter said from the most ones or three. So, Peter passes the pop quiz. He says, from others. Nevertheless, lest we offend 
we mentioned in our application points last week that we would see bumps and battles in our spiritual lives and that we overcome them with what? Thank you. 
Give them a taste and stumble. 
the rulers and authorities to be obedient, to be ready for every good work, to speak evil of no one, to avoid quarreling. Boy, if there's a lesson for us today, it's that. To be peaceful and to show perfect courtesy toward all people. Why? Because we don't have to give them a speech. We don't give them a reason to be offended Are you going to push against the rules and regulations of the governing authorities because they're 
spelling Romans and Titus and 1 Peter are guidelines for not giving an offense to the governing authorities and for those watching to see how the Christians handle themselves in times like these. Whatever the authorities roll out, taxes, regulations, suggestions, guidelines, or whatever, the Christian's role is to comply, not just for the sake of compliance, but so as not to be a cause of stumbling to those watching. It's not about your rights. It's about a gospel witness of what's best for others, not you. I really challenge you to look over these passages in Romans, Titus, and 1 Peter. And I believe my time is covering this. Look at them. Look at the example of Jesus in our passage today. And ask yourself individually, ask ourselves collectively, what will my course of action be for the glory of God, for the good of others, and for the condition of my personal existence? And what I would ask all of us to do, me, you, everybody, be correctable. Be repentant. Be open to the guidance and power of the Holy Spirit in your life. Illnesses and moving blood pressures, other medical difficulties. 
faithful, he will surely do it. 